In this episode of BFR University, I talk about how to integrate BFR with your normal training to augment areas that you want to increase strength or size. Here we go. You are listening to the BFR University podcast with your host, Dr. Ed LaCara. BFR University is dedicated to helping people learn safe and effective ways to implement blood flow restriction training into their lives. And now, here's your host, Dr. Ed LaCara. Hey, everybody. What's going on? Welcome to BFR Tuesday. Sorry for the little late start. Just flew in from uh, Indianapolis, seeing the uh, Georgia Bulldogs win a national championship last night. What a cool event. Um, so uh, was just just jumped, jumped off the plane. So here I am. So if you have any questions regarding BFR, what I do this for. Um, just uh, type a question in the chat section. Just I'm going to say hello. But you can put that question in there and I'll be happy to answer. <clears throat> What's up, Lewis? All right, any questions? No questions. Um, let me think what I can bring to the table. My brain is not functioning on all cylinders today. Um, I'm trying to think of something that came in last week. Mm. So using BFR to augment your normal workouts. I'm going to be doing um, some videos from my from my home gym here soon. Um, but thinking about programming for areas that you want to um, complement. So you do your normal workout, and then you've got some areas that you want to work on, um, either fitness-wise or uh, strength-wise or uh, size-wise. <clears throat> for me, a common concern for me is calf strength. Um, I've had numerous calf tears, um, strains, um, and so having to, um, consistently work on, on strengthening would be something that I would do complement with. I would also, um, tend to do some complement lifting, uh, for my shoulder to overhead pressing. So how would you, how would you program that? Uh, most of my workouts are divided into um, either a push-pull for the lower extremity or upper extremity or a combo. So on my 
upper body push days, I would complement with BFR after my workout with one or two exercises um, with a push. So, um, for example, if I'm doing upper body uh, uh, bench press or an incline press, um, that day I would probably complement with um, some of the smaller muscle groups, like you could do a tricep extension, you could do a dumbbell um, shoulder to overhead, um, you could do a barbell press from the front. Um, and, you know, I typically don't program normal, you know, calf work in. So I would do, um, you know, calf raise either seated uh, with the knee bent or uh, calf raise um, straight legged in order to get a different muscle group. Um, so that's sort of how I would do it using, using pull push paradigm for uh, augmentation after your normal workout. <clears throat> I would definitely do BFR after because you're, you're going to pre fatigue the bigger muscle groups with your normal fitness, and then you'll be ready to go with your BFR uh, for the smaller muscle groups typically or at least isolated type exercise versus compound. Um, compound meaning multiple joints, isolated meaning uh, single joint movements. So a bicep curl versus a, um, a row or a lat pull down, not pull down multiple joints, compound exercise, bicep curl, single joint, elbow flexion, that would be um, a single, singular. All right, Lewis, any research or comments using BFR outside the typical 30, 15, 15, 15, for example, 30 reps set followed by one or two sets to volitional failure? Sure. Um, numerous studies. Um, I'm a proponent of if you're going to take it to failure, just know you're going to have to, you're going to need a couple extra days in between sessions for that body area because um, you are going to cause some um, uh, exercise induced muscle damage. Not a bad thing. Just know that you're not going to do back to back days like that for the same muscle group. Um, and um, anytime that we're looking at going to failure, we're, we're really focusing on strength. So my, um, my loads will tend to tend typically be lower. So I'll be closer to the 20% one rep max um, and doing um, uh, lower pressures Sorry, wait, what did I say? No. So I would do higher loads, closer to 40% of my one rep max um, for the lift, and I would do um, lower pressures. The, the pressures and the loads are inverse relationship, meaning higher pressures, I'm going to use lower loads. And the same is true. I'm going to use lower pressures. I'm going to use higher loads, and I typically reserve those for strength. <clears throat> Um, yeah, so look out for those videos on my YouTube channel. I'm going to try to start, um, posting those at least weekly, uh, augmentation type lifts or supplemental lifts or other things like that. Um, just got a new camera, so I'm going to see how that all works. All right. Well, I better get out of here just since I just flew in. Thanks guys so much for joining. Uh, if any questions come up, feel free to email me at, at edlacara.com uh, or drlacara at bfruniversity.com. And um, I'll be back next week. Thanks so much.